Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. Okay, why would you believe that it is not okay, not good or right or possible or wise to invest in yourself. Saying I can't afford to invest in myself is an excuse to not spend your time and your money and your energy wisely and make certain things priorities. I know sometimes we all just feel like we are not worth the investment it would take right now. Other things come first. The kids come first. The diapers come first. The laundry comes first. The bills come first. The, the job, the business, holding the world up. It all comes first. We are last. But look what happens when you don't invest in yourself. When you don't sow into who you are and who you're becoming. It leads to purposelessness, hopelessness, depression, anxiety, Um, lack of accomplishment at the end of the day, lack of pride in who you are and what you've done and achievement and success. Ultimately, you end up not feeling very passionate about what you're doing because if you were passionate, it would be an indicator of investment. And if you don't feel passionate about life or what you dream of doing or walking in the fullness of your calling, then you lack the wholeheartedness that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning. And at the end of your days, end of this book, right? End of this series of books at the end of filling the legacy library, right? Um, Do you think you're going to look back and say to yourself, those times when I put my petunia where I wanted a garden to be growing, were not worth it. Or would you say, I'm so glad I never spent any money or time on my hopes and dreams because I still get to die without having done what was in my heart to do. Would you ever say those things? That sounds so silly. Do you know people who would say that and be so happy about it? You probably don't, but you probably know people who will say that at the end of their days, who have said that. And I'm encouraging you to step up to the plate, own your story, and do something about it with an investment into who you are and what you're called to do and who you're becoming. So first of all, go listen to the last um, couple of episodes where I'm telling you books to read and how to go learn things and where to go learn them, totally laying it out for you. And then practice the skills that you already have or the things that you're just starting to learn and actually master it. 
I am probably a Jill of many trades and a master of few, right? That's okay because I am practicing certain skills because I want to master them, specifically in coaching and entrepreneurship and mentorship and parenting. My art, my acrylic pouring that I do is, I don't know if I'm ever going to be a master at that because it's not the thing like coaching is to me that I, I jump out of bed to do. But I do get really interested and excited about, you know, finishing something or starting a painting or learning a new technique. But I'm not going to spend, you know, 30 or 40 hours a week trying to master it like I will things in my business and my coaching practice. So what kind of skills do you already have? Or are you starting to gain that you can invest into more? And when I say invest, I don't just mean money. I really mean energy and prioritization and organization in those areas, like actually investing your time, your energy, your thought life, like actually setting your thoughts on those areas so that you're investing your, invest your curiosity, invest your wonder, invest research. Yes, money is part of it at times for certain areas, and it's worth it to invest the money because where your treasure is, there your heart will be found. That's what the Bible says. And if your heart is in protecting and saving up and providing for yourself, as opposed to trusting the Lord in providing for you and allowing you to manifest all of the dreams in your heart, to really reveal who you are and bring the kingdom of heaven to earth the way you're designed to do it, then you're missing out. Self-provision can only carry you so far. And if your heart is in the place of, I just have to protect all of my money and I have to save up for a rainy day and I'm never going to let go of anything now, then, then you're burying talents, right? Instead of actually going out and taking what God's given you and doing something to multiply it and bring an impact. Go also find people who are doing the things that you want to do, who are good at doing those things and invite them to do it together. I love to ask people who are creators and artists to come over to my house and do acrylic pouring with me. I've taught different people to, to do it. I've brought, like, walked my children through it. I've had ladies come over and have a pouring night. We've, I have a, my best friend across the country um, and my dream ally, you know, she and I both do acrylic pouring. So we kind of feed off of one another, which is really fun to have somebody who shares with you in it because you learn so much. Also, go find somebody to mentor you in the area that you want to master, the area you want to be invested in. You invest in yourself by asking other people to mentor mentor and coach you. So if you ask somebody else to be an investor, that is a measure of you investing in a relationship that will benefit you ultimately. Mentors do invest in you. But the difference in coaches is that coaches are invested. That's literally what they do on purpose. A mentor might look like somebody that you know has started a business like the one you want to start and you go seek them out and ask, hey, would you consider 
working along, let me work alongside you for a season or something of that nature so that they can pour into you all of their wisdom and experience. Coaches are invested in your results, not just helping you know everything they know, but really helping you get results. And yes, you have to pay a coach. Sometimes you have to pay a mentor, but when you have a coach, then you are actually going to show up more for yourself because you've made a financial investment as opposed to if it was free. And a lot of times people just don't show up for themselves if they haven't made a financial investment. So it's actually beneficial to you. It's a measure of accountability and deadline because money is part of the contract. And gain some some future-oriented behaviors like saving money and mindful eating and doing things for your health now that will benefit you in the future. Everything you do now is going to impact what you're able to do 10 years from now, 20 years from now. The health that you have in your 40s is going to impact you when you're a grandparent and how much you're able to invest into your life season down the road. So think that way. Read books on it and do some research in these different areas. Physically, think about your activity level and brain health, your self-care, getting good sleep, having a strong mental health care support system. Uh, Go out and have experiences. Take yourself out to lunch and dinner. If you don't have anybody to go with or you don't like anybody you could go with, take yourself out. Go find someplace beautiful. And if you cannot afford it, I have lived for a couple of decades not being able to afford the places I would really like to eat at. So I started taking myself out. Lunch is always cheaper than dinner. And I would find the places that have these beautiful uh, atmospheres and experiences they would create. And I would dress up in whatever I wanted, not super fancy, just feeling cute, whatever, and go for lunch, just eat an appetizer, have a water with a slice of lemon. I go for lime. So you do you. But do something that makes you feel alive. I love experiences and um, unique atmospheres. So it's important to me. And if I can't afford it, I can still go. I can set aside money. I can say out of this week, I'm taking this much money, even if it's only $15, you could actually take yourself out for lunch. And if you keep the scarcity mindset that you cannot have those things, you will never have those things. But if you have a possibility mindset, it will open up the possibility of what if I could have it just differently? What if I scale it all back, take baby steps? I don't need a 15 course dinner on Valentine's Day. My my husband and I, we often go share um like a salad, a steak, and french fries. We skip the appetizers and desserts because we usually have enough food and we just enjoy ourselves. But we can actually eat someplace nicer and share a meal and enjoy the entire experience. So find ways that you can actually do that and develop around you a strong social sphere. Sorry, fear. I'm leaving a lot of letters off in this episode, (laughs) cutting all the words up. And... It's kind of late in the day, so my brain's starting to leave me, I think. You just go find people to see and to talk to. You know, go talk to people at the stores. 
find a coffee shop and ask somebody who works there what their name is and start a conversation and go back there consistently and become somebody to them and find out who they are and speak to them as if they matter. Find out the names of the people, the the people who check your receipt as you're leaving Costco. Say, hey, Ronnie, how you doing today? Read their name tags, orient yourself with them, become somebody who has an impact in your sphere of influence. It doesn't mean you have to be their mentor, their mother, their friend. It just means that you can be somebody who recognizes the people around you and changes just their day, even just a little bit. And that actually is an investment into yourself because one day you come back and they look at you and say, hey, it's really nice to see you. How have you been? I haven't seen you here lately. You put yourself in a position to be mutually, uh, for a mutual investment to be brought back to you. When you consistently sew into someone, they will eventually sew back into you in some way. And that's actually setting yourself up for investment into yourself, even if you don't realize it. It makes a difference, especially for your mental health and your emotional health. Think about the things that you need to organize and prioritize. Make that part of you investing into yourself and getting things orderly so that you are capable of accomplishing things. And go after the bad habits you have and create new good ones. Read the book, Atomic Habits. It's fantastic. And last but not least, go get grateful. Okay? I think that's a 3G. Go get grateful. Fine. If you want to keep a journal, a gratitude journal, do it. If you want to make a list of a thousand things to be thankful for, go do it. Or just train yourself when you see something to say out loud, I am so glad that I have these windows in my office. I'm so glad that in my office, I can look outside. I am so glad that spring is coming near. I'm so glad that the days are starting to get longer and the sun is starting to be here later into the evening. Just get thankful about all the things and and see what is as opposed to everything that is not. And find a measure of contentment in your life and your soul. All right, friend, this is my encouragement to you to go invest into yourself in every way possible. And if I can do anything to help you make that investment here on the podcast or in coaching with me, please let me know. You can go to the podcast website page, sterlingandstonementoring.com forward slash podcast. And if you scroll down to the bottom, you can actually email me any questions or thoughts you have that you are interested in knowing about that I can share on the podcast. Let me help to sew into you and invest into you. All you have to do is email me and ask me to be someone who invests in you in a very specific way. Okay. And if you want to go on the story maker's journey with me, that version of coaching is totally available to you on the website as well. And you can also go the route of going through the greenhouse course and investing in yourself to become the hero of your story and an amazing guide to others. All right, friend, bless you. Remember all things are possible. I so appreciate you as a listener. And if you are looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? 
We'll learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.